This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast coming to you once again. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out again on Old Dan, bringing you Thus saith the Lord, cutting back the briars and the brambles that cover up the human heart from knowing the truth. And we're bringing you a series of studies now, have been for the last few days, on the RSV Bible, the errors that we find there. And some folks have named it the Antichrist Bible. But we're looking there at what the uh, translators and interpreters and whatever you want to call them have done and and butchered up God's Word, and now they palm it off on our folks. And listen, uh, if the Bible is not God's Word, as you and I know it, then what chance does a poor soul have of ever getting saved? But I want to praise the Lord. The language of the Bible is the Word of God. The Holy Spirit is the author according to 2 Peter 1.21. And as the Holy Spirit opens the heart of a poor lost sinner, lets him see his totally depraved condition, he leads that awakened sinner to the Bible as God's Word. The Scripture says, Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. But if the Bible has been whittled to pieces and tr- mistranslated and turned around, you'll never know the truth. But listen, as the Holy Spirit opens his understanding, illuminates the word that he can understand it and lay hold of his promises and believe to the salvation of his whole soul. The I wills and the I shalls of God cannot be broken, my friend. No, listen, not a promise in God's word can be broken. It never has been broken, never will be, according to John 10:35. The scriptures cannot be broken. The word of God reveals to us that the Lord Jesus Christ, as the Son of God, virgin-born, the substitute for sinners. He is the only begotten Son of God, and the Bible is the Word of God. Now, you can understand why they've been able to add to and take from the Word of God. Listen, as, as, as they have pleased. Now, let's look. Let's look there in our study. <clears throat> Just a moment. We look there further on in our study. Let's go back to Romans 5. Chapter 5 and verse 2 in the authorized King James Version Bible. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Now, that's Romans 5, 2 in the King James Authorized Version. But let me read in the Revised Standard Version from Romans 5, 2, same verse. Through him we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand and rejoice in our hope of sharing the glory of God. Now listen, did you see that? Notice what they added, the words our and sharing without any warrant from the text. These words are not italicized to let the reader know that they were added. The word sharing changes the meaning of the whole text. We do not share with Christ. We have all that Christ has. But they will not acknowledge Christ as a substitute and believers as co-heirs with Christ, joint heirs with Christ, according to Romans 8.17. Now, this time, at this time, we want to look further into the subject that the modernists have no all-sufficient substitute. Now, isn't that awful? Isn't that a sad commentary? In our last discussion, we've just finished, we analyzed the closing paragraph of the preface of the Revised Standard Version, which reveals so plainly, yet so subtly, the underlying basic belief of modernism. That is, that the words of the Bible are not the words of God, but that the words in the Bible may convey the word, word of God to those who can discern it. When you understand their basic belief, 
and attitude towards the Bible, then you can understand why they took the authority unto themselves to change the Bible by adding to it, taking from it, and according to their own interpretation. Let me again give you the last sentence in that preface that we read in our last <clears throat> study. The preface there in the RSB Bible, which is one of the most subtle statements that you've ever read. If you have a Revised Standard Bible, you get it and read the preface. It is in this, this paragraph. It is our hope and our earnest prayer that this Revised Standard Version of the Bible may be used by God to speak to men in these momentous times and to help them understand, help them to understand and believe and obey his word. Let me ask you this question, my friend. What is his word? Certainly, it's not this Bible that they put out. It's not even the words of this Bible. When you read this preface over and over again, you will see clearly that it states that the translators worked on a book which they did not believe, did not accept, did not understand to be the word of the living and true God. That's their attitude towards the Bible. Now you can better understand why they undercut the deity of Christ and all but did away with the substitutionary death of Christ for sinners. In our last study, I call your attention to Romans 5.2, in which they substituted the word sharing, making it read like this, and we rejoice in our hope of sharing the glory of God. The Bible reads and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. When they added that word sharing, they did away with the substitutionary death of Christ. The word share or sharing is prevalent word of the modernist today. It is their subtle way of eliminating the substitutionary death of Christ on the cross. We do not share in the glory of God, according to John 17:22. Let's read that. And the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them that they may be one, even as we are one. As Christ is, so are we. Now let me show you how that they use that word share. <clears throat> One of the great old rank modernists of his day wrote in his article, The Cross, A Rationale, page 6, states like this, The major emphasis is not on substitution, but on sharing. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? The major emphasis is not on substitution, but on sharing. Then in the same article on page 9, he puts it like this. He forgives us, and in this sense of forgiveness, we are freed from its grip, and we are able to share with him in his righteousness, my friend. Now let me go back and give you the name of that book again. It's by Dr. Frank Stagg of New Orleans, The Cross a rationale. Those two quotes came from page 6 and page 9 of his book, On the Cross, a rationale. Then on page 9 again, he says, In a real sense, he shared in the shame and the agony of man's sin. Now, this is the position of ever modernist. And that's the reason they slipped in that word, sharing, in Romans 5.2. Christ did not share my sins, but according to the 53rd chapter of Isaiah and 1 Peter 1.24, he bore my sins. Christ became what we are, that we might become what he is, and as he is, so are we. Christ is our substitute. 
in every sense of the word, Christ does not share my burdens. He does not share my sorrows. He bears my burdens. He bears my heartaches. He's my burden bearer. Christ does not share my sins. He bore them, my friend. He paid the redemptive price in full. He took my sins to the cross. They were there. He took the sins of every one of God's elect. They were there. When he looked into that cup in the garden and cried out, If it could be thy will, let this cup pass from me. He saw the entire elect of God consummate there in that cup the sins of God's elect. Oh, my friend, listen. He never shared our sins. No. The emphasis on the entire Bible, God's eternal, unbroken, verbally inspired word, is on substitution. Let me stop here for a moment. Maybe I'm getting all rattled or something. Do you have a substitute this morning, this night, today, whenever you hear in this message? I know it comes there on certain different times on different stations. But do you have a substitute? What is the basis of your hope? What is the basis of your hope today? The basis of the old trailblazer's hope is the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ as my substitute. He took my place, my friend, there on the cross. I should have I should have died. I should have gone there. But listen, listen. The word substitution. Isn't that a gracious word? Oh, from the third chapter of Genesis to the closing chapter of Revolution. Revelation, that word substitution. As Christ is, so are we, according to Colossians two ten. We are one with him in his death. 2 Corinthians 5.14, and one in his resurrection, Galatians 2.20. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. We are one with him in his acceptance with the Father, Ephesians 1.6 to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. We are one with him in his ascension. Listen, according to Ephesians 1, 22, 23, and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Now, one more. We are one with him in his redemptive rights, according to Romans 5:10 through 17. We are one with him in his sonship, John 20:17. And listen, Jesus said unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my Father, but go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father, and to your Father, and to my God, and to your God. Oh, my friend, do you see just a little of what they have done in this Revised Standard Version. Oh, it's subtle. Surely it's subtle. Did you know Satan is a subtle individual? Listen to what he said to Eve. Uh, Thou shalt not surely die. Thou shalt not surely die. No. He, he, didn't, he didn't take an outright uh, criticism of the Lord. No, he said, Thou shalt not surely die. And Eve took of the fruit. But what happened? She did die. She and her husband both, Adam, they died in sin. And my friend, they had to be resurrected from the, from the death by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, my friend, where, where is your hope today? 
What is your hope? Is it in the RSV Bible? I want to mention again quickly that I have this little pamphlet I put together on the different versions of the Bibles, the errors of all of those uh, other Bibles that are put together now, the Living Bible and those others, the New Life Version, the Century Version, the New Jerusalem Bible, all of those things. But I want you to take your Living Bible. Many of you have that thing. And I want you to go there to 1 Kings 18.27 and compare it with the King, with the authorized King James Version, the the, the uh, Living Bible says perhaps he's talking to someone or else sitting out on the toilet. And then in Zechariah thirteen six, as if someone asked them, "What are these scars on your chest, in your back?" You will say, "I got into a brawl with a friend of mine." Now, my friend, get your get your Living Bible. You preachers who won't have anything else, get your Living Bible. All right, man, call me. I'll send you all of these. Uh, errors that we found in just a few we didn't go through the whole bible but we have enough but listen my friend god's word is true god's word is inerrant there's no errors there it's unbroken it can't be broken and it's verbally inspired my man my friend did you know that god wrote the bible he inspired those great old writers they had no sense they had no common sense they had no theological sense Look at old Moses. He wrote all those first five books of the Bible, but the Lord inspired him and put it, put it in his heart what to write. Now, you can't change that, my friend, but these individuals have attempted to make a mockery out of God's Bible, and they're going to wind up in hell if they don't trust, don't come to trust the Lord. This is the old trailblazer. I wish you'd write me. I'll send you <coughs> information on how you can get these tapes. They're very reasonable, and if you would, uh, sit down and pray for me. Help me with the broadcast. Send me $100. Send the old Trailblazer $100. Remember my mailing address, the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you, our Radio Missions Internet radio station offers music, current old Trailblazer broadcasts, current Voice of Truth broadcasts, classic sermons, and more, 24 hours a day. For information on how to listen to Radio Missions Internet radio, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org. 